All right, everybody. Uh, it's it's time for like a random uh, trending style episode. And you you know normally have characters on the show like Ray and Bernie, and then the rest of the characters are usually in a story. So you like or people you know that are paying massive amounts of money that have these boredom seminars. Those that like that support the show. And I haven't met a new person. They said, man, you really need to be on Sleep With Me podcast uh, as a guest in a long, long time uh, where I would actually turn the reins of the show over to them. But I met this person uh, recently in some travels. Uh, like, And this is a human being. not a. Uh, I met them, you know, just on the edge of the tra- trans- transverse plane. But in reality, so I met them in the real reality, uh, well, the loosest version of reality, and uh, so I wanted to have them on the show because I said, "Well, you, I think you really have uh, something." No offense to our other guests, Bernie and Ray. Who else have we had on? Kind of Tom and, and Sir Pounce and the Gregor can are kind of guests, and then Brad Bradderson and everyone at the Boredom Institute uh, for uh, Health, Wealth, and Happiness. Uh, Jenny, you know, then we've had, you know, uh, sentient beings like Jenny, the username generator in that spleen. Uh, so I can't wait to, to introduce our next guest. And his name is Carl with a K. I have a brother with Carl with a C and then another Carl with a K works on the show and this is another Carl. Uh, I don't know if we have, I don't know if that makes a try. Can we do a triptych of Carl's? Uh, so I think I'll do a little interview to set this up and then uh, turn things over to Carl. Carl, uh, welcome to Sleep With Me podcast. Why, thank you for having me on, Scooter. Yeah, thank you for, like, I think listeners will really recognize right away uh, like why I'm having you on the show. And as soon as I heard your voice, and as soon as I engaged you in conversation, and as soon as I get engaged you in conversation, I would say it was leisurely. Why, thank you kindly. It's uh, good to be here. It's uh, good to be here on the Sleep With Me podcast. Yeah, and, uh, and now, Carl, there's a couple of things, you, like, uh, one of the reasons we don't have a lot of guests is because the listeners put a lot of trust in me. And also they say, like, I'm pretty good at being myself or just to people that are, uh, so Carl, for the listeners benefit, I'm going to plug my ears and you could tell the listeners whether you exist in reality or in my mind. Scooter, are your ears plugged? Because out the hill, the listeners, how, how you doing? Good to meet you. Name's Carl. Uh, one second, listen, because you know what, Scooter, you, let me pat you here. You could take your fingers out of the ear. Why don't you go have an afternoon to yourself? I'll take it from here, and I'll take it good, and I'll take it easy here with your listener. I'm right here for them, and I'm going to help them uh, relax and uh, unwind just like I've been unwound, and I'm going to, you know what we talked about, Scooter. You already did the pre-work to get this going, and I know exactly what to do. So why don't you even, you don't even need to say another word. I'll head off, and uh, yeah, there goes the Scooter. And I want to thank you for giving me a listen here. And Scooter wanted me to tell you all whether I exist, where I exist, whence I exist, uh, in his mind or somewhere else. And, uh, you know, that's not really what about, you know, it's not about putting people to sleep. It's not about answers. Scooter knows that. Uh, he knows that it's about being here, being here for you to help and I know Scooter was worried because he said, uh, Carl, you you sound different, but you sound comforting. And I think I'll take the risk and put you on the show because you're just so darn relaxing. And he wasn't just talking about the tone of my voice or the pacing of my voice. Uh, Scooter and I shared a lemonade. And we shared an appreciation 
of, uh, you know, neither one of us talks perfect. That's another thing me and Scooter I have in common. But we enjoy sitting, uh, drinking lemonade. And every darn person that listens to this podcast knows that there's a great conglomerate out there with the most number one brand name lemonade. Maybe number, there's, I guess there's a few brand name lemonades now that I'm thinking about it. But we know the one that should be sponsoring this show. And, you know, you could say to yourself, what in the name of Wilford Brimley are you doing not sponsoring this darn here podcast? But Scooter and I, we enjoy drinking lemonade, uh, sipping lemonade, and drinking it more, uh, refilling lemonade, watching lemonade sweat. Oh, boy. Now, these are things you could do on their own, but as a sum of the parts that is greater than the whole, it's a whole experience uh, consuming lemonade as a practice. And, you know, that guy Brad Bradderson Scooter was talking about might sell things. Uh, and, yeah, lemonade ain't free unless you live on, you know, unless you have, uh, uh, create your own sugar and your own lemons. Even then, it's a fruit of your own labor. But lemonade uh, is a pretty accessible drink. And some people might say, well, I'd prefer, you know, I don't make lemons out of lem- lemonade out of lemons. Uh, well, maybe you have a limeade. Maybe you prefer tea, a sweet tea or regular tea or fruit tea. Maybe you like water. Maybe you like bubbling water. Maybe you like something else. Whatever it is, uh, sometimes uh, drinking a drink uh, in just the right place is a ritual in and of itself. And that's what I'm here to talk about, not just about talking about lemonade. But there I was drinking a lemonade with Scooter. Looking at the lemonade on the pitcher, uh, sweating, not a pitcher of lemonade. I believe that was uh, one of those puffish things that Scooter listens to that thing, puffish. Uh, they have an album, uh, Pitcher Lemonade, I think, and uh, Scooter, Scooter just peeked in. He must have heard me joking about puffish. That's what his father calls a fish. Uh, yeah, but Scooter and I, we had a lemonade. We didn't share, we shared a pitcher of lemonade. So I guess we shared the lemonade experience. And everyone deserves a little lemonade experience. But Scooter said, this is more than a lemonade experience, Carl. Because Carl knows about the view when you're drinking lemonade. When you're sitting there sipping lemonade, enjoying it, uh, uh, sip by sip, drink by drink, uh, in just the right place at just the right time. That's lemonade. But having lemonade is more than just sipping it. It's about uh, sharing the moment. And, and uh, Scooter said to make sure to tell you all about the perfect lemonade moment now. I will take a moment to address, you know, everyone has a different window they look at the world through. And I hope you could be like Carl and open your window up real wide and let the outside world fill in your window, expand the view of your window. And maybe you look at the window from both sides. And maybe your friends have you over there say, Carl, I'd like you to look out my window, how I see the world, how I enjoy it. Because for me, it's not about lemonade. It's about knitting for kittens or uh, kicking rocks. For me, it's about, you know, chalking up some chalkboard or teaching a lad to tie their shoe. Or singing a song, whistling a tune. Maybe for some people it's a listening out a tune. But whatever it is, uh, 
Oh, also, Scooter said, do not adjust your speed. This is the speed Carl goes at, and I just talk at this speed, and that's why Scooter had me on the show. He said, Carl, let's test this out. Let's test out how you come on the show, and you just talk so darn relaxing. And I guess some of you might say, Carl, I never heard anybody with a, where, where are you from? What parts uh, do you hail from? Where have you lived? Uh, what dialect is that? Because, uh, uh, and I say, well, I'm from the southern region of Scooter's Imagination, of course. Uh, you know, much like the doctors from the, you know, I said, well, I'm, I'm not quite in the Amdigulala. Or the uh, the stem over stem stemographic yeah, but I'm down there in the warm part, the part that gets the most moist air, and the part that Scooter he hadn't he never met me. He said, "Carl, where'd you come from? Holy cow, you're relaxed." And I said, "Scooter, you see these shoulders? These are shoulders." As someone that's worked a full day and is now done with a full day working. Scooter, these are the shoulders of satisfaction and a sipping, a sipping of cool lemonade. Have a seat with me, Scooter, and let's get to know one another. Not by words, uh, but by presence. And he squealed and clapped his hands and said, are you going to give me a present? I said, here you go. And there was the sounds of the lemonade, the clankety-clank of the ice in the glass, the cup of whoosh-sugar-plop of sound of the lemonade. And, you know, imagine it yourself. Listen to the lemonade and let it relax you further. But I was thinking not everyone, uh, you know, finds a sipping lemonade with Carl or Scooter uh, I don't know if anyone, you know, uh, there's a few people on this earth that might say uh, daytime scooters relaxing. Uh, but I say, well, maybe if he, if he's with Carl, he might be relaxing. But otherwise, he's uh, he's quite a fella, uh, that scooter. He's uh, he's in need of lemonade experience. He's in need, he's in need of the lemonade experience without doubt. Uh, but there we were, for the first time, getting to know one another by drinking, by drinking slow, by gulping. I said, we're going to gulp down. Don't worry, we got a pitcher, whole pitcher of lemonade. And believe me, I could go get some more, unless one of those giant corporations that makes lemonade says, hey, let's sponsor this here podcast. And I could joke about that. You know, what about that? Uh, you know, Scooter did uh, hey, hey, give me a taste of uh, some product he was trying. True, hey, true, some, true lemon, true lime or something. Somebody get a message out to them and say, hey, how about it? Carl's here. And he need, you know, I guess I could just keep making lemonade for Scooter. Uh, but, you know, where I live in his brain, it's tough to get out of there, you know, get the limit. You know, it's easier for me to just walk him through the steps. Uh, anyhow, here, I'm Carl. I'm here to tell you about the limit. Oh, so we we're there we were, uh, drinking lemonade. And you might think to yourself, when you're in Scooter's mind, uh, well, first off, where's Wilford Brimley? If you're in Scooter's mind, now I'm no Wilford Brimley. So if you're projecting an image on me, uh, I guess it could be Wilford Brimley in a seersucker suit with a, uh, what is that? Some sort of wick, not wicker hat, but uh, some sort of plant-based hat. But I'm not Wilford Brimley. I'm Carl, your friend here. Friendly face with a friendly smile. Uh, if you rode by on your bike or you walked by on your feet or with your puppy dog, with a cat in a stroller, I'd lift my glass to you and say, mighty fine time of day, isn't it? Uh, 
enjoy the rest of your time of day. And hopefully the spirit of car would carry along with you and you'd say, Ooh, man, this air feels good. That smile felt good. But I wanted to tell you a little bit more about what we're doing, where we are here. Because Scooter said, holy Carl, what is going on? And I said, we're just sitting here drinking lemonade, Scooter. And he said, nowhere we're drinking lemonade. And I reached for my phone, I said, to see if Helsinki and Sweden were on the line. Because I said, do you want to know really where we are, Scooter? Or physically where it feels like we are. And then I used the word, I said, uh, uh, lemonade, lemonade, lemonade. And then if you say pink raspberry after that, uh, that's when the Northern Europeans and uh, the ice, you know, they say, okay, we go, go, let's go get Scooter, bring him back, back in for a scan. But Scooter said, no, where are we right now? It's sitting here together, Carl. And I said, we're outside my home, Scooter. We're looking here. We're on my porch. And there's a lot of options for sitting sitting here. You know, there's the swing, of course, Scooter, where you uh, you tried to sit for a bit and you did some swinging some active swinging. Uh, you, you know, the one thing about these swings is, is they're not exactly designed for lying down. You were wisely noted that. You said, how come, these are called a porch swing, right? How come they always have the most uncomfortable uh, arm? You know, they always have hard arms, uh, and then you said, well, and then not exactly, you know, then you took the time to show me how it would even, even if the arms were not hard, that it wasn't exactly sizable. And I had myself a guffaw and then a tall, long sip of lemonade. And you said, what do you think about that, Carl? And I did another laugh and I said, well, you're a wise young man, Scooter. But you see, the thing about board swings is there's room for two. Uh, and maybe they're not there to be the most comfortable thing. Maybe they're there uh, so you know you're in the company of uh, someone else. Maybe someone's sweet, Scooter, or that you're sweet on. Maybe you're already feeling a little awkward. Or maybe you're supposed to be paying more attention to the person at your side than the fact that you're uh, trying to get comfortable. Also, maybe there is a history of people who are coming home back in the ways you used to live, Scooter. No judgment about that, but that uh, uh, maybe before your time, there was a, a, a lot of people coming home and sleeping in porch swings and... You know, waking up to find their uncle or, their, you know, they said, why is it, what is he doing sleeping on our porch swing? Uh, and by making him a little bit less comfortable, I think mostly it's for sharing a moment, Scooter, and for bringing your attention outside yourself. But, yeah, the porch swing is one option for sitting. And then there's these two witcher, wicker chairs, uh, wisher chairs, w- which I had called them for the longest time. I said, wish a chair. Uh, wouldn't you wish to, to sit in a chair so fine? Now, of course, these are good for air circulation. Now, you may say, like, Scooter, they're not super comfortable, uh, but I've been known to sleep a spell here in one of these chairs. And I know they're excellent for, uh, you know, also exposition. Think about all the exposition that's happened in chairs like these over the years in motion pictures and TV shows. Even comic books have a lot of moments uh, out here on these wicker chairs or their stand-ins. 
you know, for settling things, for moving the story forward, or for revealing backstory. Now, none of that will be revealed here today about Scooter, unless the backstory is nonsense. Uh, about why can't, you know, why would you want to sit on a porch swing and hold a hand when you could be sleeping? And I says, Scooter, 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 it's all starting to make sense. Have another sip of lemonade. You know, those seats are an option. Another great option, which Scooter noted, is the floor of the porch. Uh, and he did, you know, we we met over a long period of time. It, just thinking about places you could sit on the porch. Uh, and boy, did he show me, he said, you could just sit here on here, you know, sit up against one of the wicker chairs. You could just sit on the porch by itself. He says, it's much cooler down here. He said, you could lie on the porch. He goes, for a while, the hard wood feels good. And then he put his uh, legs uh, up on the uh, porch swing with his knees bent and his back flat on the floor so that his, uh, whatever you call that, lower leg, calves and feet are on the porch swing. And he talked for hours. I don't know what he was talking about. Turtles, I think, or tortoises. Uh, and then he went out and talked about toads and frogs. And uh, I think a few times I did fall asleep uh, in my wicker chair. Uh, he also said another place, and you know, not for children necessarily, is on the uh, the railing. And, you know, of course, my porch has strong railings, and Scooter said you could straddle the railing, which only probably a child would do, because uh, Scooter says not necessarily comfortable because one of your legs is resting on the ground and the other one's hanging. He said you could sit facing outward or you could sit facing inward. Then he said you could lean against... Uh, you know, one of the supports, one of the columns, which we try to have as few as possible so we have a good view here. But, you know, every roof uh, needs support, of course. And I'm trying to think of what other conversations we had about sitting there on the porch, but then Scooter went into the view. And as we began to talk about it, I realized there's some truisms about this image. Uh, Scooter said, is this a vestigial image of sipping lemonade on a porch, or is it archetypal? And I said, Scooter, I can only answer from my area of experience, uh, which is on your brain stem. And he he'd already stopped listening to me because he he was uh, messing around with something. He always oh, uh, another requirement. He said, "I believe this a requirement." He goes, "How come there has to be jigsaw puzzles?" Uh, he's had another necessity of this uh, image, and I, I actually sometimes I have to joke with scooters. So I had a telephone, an imaginary one. And I said, Scooter, let me dial up Norman Rockwell right away. And first off, see if Norman Rockwell did any, uh, maybe Norman Rockwell's responsible for this whole thing. And Scooter said, call Henry Fonda while you're at it. And I said, uh, the actor Henry Fonda. I said, I think we have better better prospects with Norman Rockwell. And uh, Scooter was, uh, he said, he goes, you won't believe this. Uh, this is a Norman Rockwell jigsaw puzzle. And I said, well, I guess uh, the puzzle's not solved, but it, uh, or pieces of the puzzle may be coming together. You think it's a Norman Rockwell of Henry Fonda? And Scooter said, I don't want to find out because if Henry Fonda's uh, on a porch putting together a jigsaw puzzle, we may just be, what did you say, we're on, a, on the stem of a, and then Scooter started talking about horseshoe crabs for a while. And then he crawled around the porch uh, 
And uh, then he said, see your silk or suit, you know, he said, that's another can be a requirement uh, a lot of the time. And then Scooter sat up and he said, he said, I have a serious thought. Uh, how many out of, if Kevin Costner's been in a hundred movies, let's just say that, uh, pretend. He said, has Kevin Costner appeared on a porch base scene in 78 of those 100 movies? And I said, Scooter, hold the phone. You're saying in 78% of Kevin Costner movies, uh, he may have appeared on a porch. Uh, and I said, that's entirely possible uh, that you remember it that way. Then we got talking about the view from porch uh, in this particular situation, lemonade drinking situation. And Scooter had a lot of thoughts about my thoughts about the view. And he wanted me to make sure to communicate them to you because, uh, and his, and to him, he said, it's mind blowing. And I said, as mind-blowing as your little factoid about Kevin Costner films, uh, uh, because I said, we're going to need another word for factoid. But I'd say maybe 32%, Scooter, I'd maybe believe is possible. And I said, the most recent film you saw Kevin Costner in was Molly's Game. And I don't recall if there was any scenes on a porch. Most of them took place on a mountain and then a couple in a city. Yeah. So I don't know, Scooter, when Kevin Coster was in that film. But if that's only one, that leaves us a 9 to 9 out of 100. Oh, so Scooter wanted me to tell you about the view. He said, how come... Now, again, he's only speaking for him, so I, your mileage may differ. But he said this again. Is, uh, I don't know he said to swear him to nature, which I don't think is actually a colloquialism about being accurate or positive. But he kept saying that. Swear him to nature. Any, uh, uh, he goes, how come when you're on a porch uh, drinking lemonade, and you're in a nature scene, there's always a lake, but it's always to your right and not to your left. Uh, and I thought about it for a spell, and I said, he's holy cow, he's absolutely right. I've never been, now I am saddled with the fact, you know, where I'm from, but uh, I said, he's right, I've never seen a porch scene, especially a lemonade leisure scene in a forest or a natural-based setting with a view of the lake where the lake's been to the left. Uh, it's always to the right. And Scooter wanted to make it about, you know, that he's left-handed. And I said, Scooter, come on, sit next to me, drink some lemonade, relax, uh, think about taking a trip down, because what's the next thing you see in all those images, Scooter? It down that path, cross that lawn, and he said the dock that reaches out there in the water, almost perfect dock. Uh, and he said usually there's a big tree to the left uh, somewhere on the path. Uh, and I said exactly. Doesn't that just feel natural to walk on down there to the dock? Uh, do some, and we did, and we did some thinking. We left our lemonade behind because you don't bring a glass of lemonade on the dock, uh, especially at memory dock of memories, because this could be a floating dock or it could be a fixed dock. Uh, but you go out there on the dock. Now you're supposed to be alone, so I let Scooter go out there alone, and you stare out at the lake. That's when you have a moment, a thinking moment. Uh, a quiet moment, uh, a quiet moment in this situation with Scooter, I called a miracle. Uh, uh, I said, blessed, I can hear the birds and the bees and the insects over his chirping voice. You know, but you sit out there, and then he came back, he said, I got another question. Uh, how come in all these memories, uh, when you look out to the right and you look out the lake, it's always a tree-lined lake, a forest-based lake, a woods-based lake, where the beaches. 
you know, if this was a cabin of my choosing, there'd be, and I said, Scooter, this is a thinking lake. Uh, this here is a reflective lake, a contemplative lake, a lake with sounds carry, where the moon reflects, where the dawn and the dusk reflect, uh, where if it's necessary, mist can come. Where there might be a mallard or some cattails or a view across the lake or something that makes you think, uh, that makes you wonder. It might be a view in the distance that says to you, can I swim out there all the way across or remember when? I said, the uh, swimming lake's off here to the left uh, through the trees, can't see it, uh, because I think for you, Scooter, you'd ha- you'd want to go swimming all the time, so you couldn't quite relax here on the porch. But there's a swimming lake, uh, and I said actually just a branch off of the uh, the thinking lake. You just can't see it. It bends off to the left there. It's got some nice beaches, rope swing, and he said just like a Mountain Dew commercial. I said just like a Mountain Dew commercial, Scooter. Exactly. Uh, just like your memories were constructed by advertisements. Uh, then Scooter said to me, you know what's impressive here is that we're alone, but it doesn't feel lonely. And I said, you're right, Scooter, you're right about that. Then, he, you know, then, of course, he took one of his tangents and he said, uh, do the shutters on this house work uh, and then he went to work. He shut all the shutters. Uh, and I said, looks like they do work, Scooter. And he said, strangest thing in that. Uh, sh- he goes, shutters are back. Uh, you could quote me on that. And I said, I'll be sure to, Scooter. I'll be sure to when I'm quoting you. Lemonade's great. Lakes to the right. Want to go swimming. The shutters work. Uh, and he said, is this place on air at B&B or whatever? And I, said, I just had to laugh. I said, this kid, this kid, he, this kid is a cat. Uh, and I said, Scooter, sit here. Let's talk more about porches. And he said, where's the newspaper? And he said, I said, why did you ask? And he said, because it's a part of this constructed image, isn't it? And I said, and I said, okay, remember, don't engage. The, I said, it's part of what being on a porch is, uh, and he said, working on a crossword. And I said, exactly, a pencil, dog-eared paper, maybe a few from yesterday. And then he said, I didn't even notice that wicker sofa. That is good for napping, just beyond the newspaper uh, tucked away there. And uh, he said, you know, back before, you know, 20 years ago, there would be one other thing, uh, uh, something with blue lights, uh, you know, to, to you know, deal with uh, the Skeeters. And I said, yes, Scooter. I said, I don't know if those things were ever proven to work or not. The zippers, as we would say here on a sleep show, the blue light zippers uh, for the Skeeters. But... Uh, yeah, we don't have those anymore. And he said, wow. And he said, I just realized uh, that uh, up on the right and the left side, there's these flat surfaces uh, instead of being railings. And he goes, these are perfect for elbows and staring. And then he looked around. I said, what are you looking for, Scooter? He said, binoculars. Uh, I said, binoculars? He said, yeah. And I said, yeah, those are part of the image sometimes, and sometimes they're not. But yours is pretty true. You know, there's a lot of trees here. And he said, oh, the trees. How come 99% of the time the trees are pine? And I said, when you look out your window, your porch scooter, that's what you see. And uh, he said, do you see any crepe myrtles? And I said, I don't know, scooter. What does that have to do with pine trees and... uh, archetypes uh and he said i don't know 
And then he said, don't you think it's funny that when I'm drinking lemonade on a porch, I'm not in a town or a city? And I said, well, Scooter, for you, it kind of makes sense. You know, for me, I'd be comfortable anywhere. And I said, but if you were somewhere, Scooter, where, where would you be? And he said, well, I don't know. I'd, I, he goes, I'd like to be somewhere like San Francisco or New York, uh, where there's a lot of people watching. But he goes, yeah, somewhere, you know, if we're talking about uh, the image uh, and uh, all those things, he said, normally be 4th of July, uh, just uh, just, at, uh, just about to reach dusk. Uh, off the main square, one of the main streets, uh, across the street, a park or a gathering area. He said, but we'd be on the far side of the park uh, with the view, bandstand far in the distance, noise of joy, of carnivals, the smell of popcorn and peanuts on the air, some wheeze and some cheering and even some distance music playing. And then Scooter Ziggy and Zagged again and started talking about uh, a pulp and a lemonade. And he said, what's that whole thing with pulp and no pulp and store-bought orange juice and lemonade? And I said, to be honest, Scooter, I don't know if you can buy a lemonade with pulp and no pulp, uh... And he said, I prefer pulp. And I said, I, I know this lemonade has pulp. I said, the lemonade type of beverage that may sponsor your podcast may not, though, since it comes in powdered form. And he said, the one we have when we're in the country and it's the right time. And I said, exactly. The one that Wilford Brimley eats in the afternoon after he's full of oatmeal. And Scooter says, I remember someone sending me a picture of Wilford Brimley. I think it was uh, uh, my friend Carrie, uh, Wilford Brimley in a bathtub uh, drinking. He goes, did I say that one time? And I said, Scooter, I don't know. Did you see it off your porch? He goes, you know what I'm seeing now? He goes, now that we're in town. He goes, a planter made from an old tire painted white. He goes, that's every, he goes, is that in every uh, memory? And he said, one of those black lights uh, on a black pole. He goes, a la- he goes, is that a light or lamp? And I said, scooter's a light in the style of a lamp. Uh, and he goes, and it has two things to hang planters from. And it's a little glass on all four sides uh, containing the lamp with a little black roof. And he goes, sometimes the house number be on there. And he goes, well, look at that wheel, that big old tire made into a planter. He goes, I think I used to deliver newspapers to this house that we're drinking lemonade at. And I said, we're enjoying the lemonade, aren't we, Scooter? And he said, what about those rocks? Are those spray-painted white rocks? And I said, Scooter, they are uh, spray-painted rocks and a spray-painted tire. And he said, is this Americana? And I said, Scooter, I don't know. Uh, why don't you get your bunting? And he goes, you're going to make another joke about it. And I said, what in the Francis Scott Key are you talking about, Scooter? And we both got on the ground of the porch and we're giggling. And then we did a, like a little dance uh not a dance so much as a walking up and down the stairs of the porch, a side leg. Uh, I guess it was a bit of a dance. Uh, then we, once we got a scooter down from there, he wanted to find the uh, faucet. He said, is it somewhere sticking out from underneath the porch, a uh, uh, faucet, uh, a head, you know, to hook up the hose to that I'm going to trip over later? And we found it, and Scooter said, yeah, he goes, this is, I think they usually sell something on this for an infomercial uh, to cover it so you don't trip on it. And I said, Scooter, it's barely sticking out at all, and it's pretty obvious. He said, yeah, I'll be tripped, but I tripped over it. Uh, and I said, more like you tripped into it and then off of it, Scooter. And he said, I love that, uh, 
We can't just get under there. He goes, it adds a mystery. Can't even quite see under the porch. Uh, but again, it's a kind of common mystery. And I said, let's step a little closer, Scooter. He said, I can feel cool dirt underneath here. And I said, strange that it feels cool and clean, huh? And he said, it does, though. It really does. And then he got down lower. He started looking at the grass. He said, look at how the grass is imperfectly cut uh, up to the edge of the porch. You know, it's got to be hard cutting the grass, uh, and I said, yeah, you'd have to come back here with trimmer or weed whacker and do the job, but then you're going to futz up the paint, you know? And then Scooter said, come on, let's sit on the side of this uh, tire planter. Feels good on my butt. That's what he said. I swear by the, uh, I swear by lemonade. That's what he said. This tire feels good on my butt. Uh, then he started playing the drums with his feet again while he was sitting on the tire planter. And I said, Scooter, those plants are going to wonder what's going on. And then we heard the whistle reports of uh, the evening uh, across the park. Uh, people celebrating. We heard sparklers and uh, more giggles and laughter. Uh, then Scooter wanted me to lie down next to, you know, on the ground next to the porch and just lie there and listen, and we did. And we started to hear other sounds, like uh, a dog barking while it's playing catch in the distance, uh, and a kid echoing back uh, as he yelled to the dog, a morning dove cooing. And then Scooter cooing him back to it, but to himself, really. I don't think the bird could have heard him. And I watched him, and I said, is that some comfort cooing he's doing? And we started to hear other birds chirping. And as we listened even more, we heard the wind in the trees, a comforting sound. And I started to realize that we were back at the original porch, uh, lemonade spot. Uh, I could distinctly hear the sounds of the wind and uh, pine, evergreen trees, and Scooter's crepe myrtle, which I think he just wanted me to say crepe myrtle tree. And then we heard the water lapping on the dock in a comforting, repetitive way. Letting you know the wind had picked up, which we should have already known because it was in the trees. And then the comforting sound of waterfowl, probably the sound of a loon of all things. Uh, the snap of its wings uh, flapping through the air and its call reflected off the water into the evening air. And if you took the time to listen even closer and you really think like Scooter, he said he could hear the sound of the moon. And I don't know if he meant it literally or figuratively. And I said, what does the moon sound like, Scooter? And he said, shush, it sounds like that. Uh, and then I said, like, shush, shush. And he said, uh, Here's what Norman Rockwell called, be quiet and listen to the sound of the moon. But I think he meant something more than that, like the sound of the moment. Because uh, then he, you could even hear the sound of the lemonade and the glass uh, as the ice has started to melt. If the lemonade getting, I said, time for a top off scooter. And you could even hear, if you really listen, the, the sound of uh, a sweating lemonade pitcher onto the newsprint. Uh, I don't know if you could hear it uh, blotting out uh, some of the crossword I'd tried to work on earlier. Uh, but what's a certain letter word that starts with R for what we've been doing? Relaxing and enjoying one another's company, listening to Scooter, 
looking through his eyes, I guess, uh, seeing what he sees when he's on the porch with me, drinking lemonade, relaxing, taking it in, uh, listening, and asking a lot of questions. He certainly has a lot of questions, but he certainly sees a lot of things. He said uh, he even tried to open a drawer to one of the side tables. He said, what's in here? And I said, why don't you guess? And he said, car, playing cards, scissors, uh, scraps of paper, pencil, thimble, uh, needle and thread. He said three different size dice, um, uh, 48 cents, coupons for the ice cream place, uh, and he said probably some other stuff. I said, you're right, sunglasses and sunscreen also, Scooter. He said, holy cow. And then he sat there and he went through the paper because some of it had, and he said, I've been here before. This is our our score from when we're playing whatever card game we're playing. And I said, if you look in the other one, it's mostly napkins, Scooter. Why don't you wipe, uh, you got a little uh, lemonade on your chin. And he said, "Uh, okay, uh, it's good to know where the napkins are. And it's good to know where the good company is. Thank you, Carl, for having me here today. And I think it'd be interesting to have you on my show and let my audience really soak in what it's like sitting with you, sitting in a chair, feeling comfortable, my shoulders relaxed, uh, sinking in, looking out at the trees at the nicest part of the day. Feeling the air on your skin, the perfect temperature air. Off to your right, uh, the sun reflecting on the water. You're anticipating something nice later. But right now is where you are with a glass of lemonade in your hand. That cool feeling against your palm. Your grip is strong, but the glass a tiny bit feels slippery. And you bring it to your lips, and the taste is sweet and sour and relieving. Your thirst is slacked, as they say. And I'm glad you came by. Thank you so much uh, for listening to Here Podcast. Uh, This is Carl. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thank you for the review of the show on Apple Podcasts. Poodle Talkers uh, says, put your mind to rest. I struggle with insomnia from time to time. They're from Australia. Half the time, what keeps me awake is uh, stress about not being able to take my mind off of what's keeping me awake. Uh, Scoop out, Scoots helps take away my thoughts and worries so I can sleep. My whole family uses this podcast. And we all refer to it as the man. I guess in the U.S. has a different connotation. Uh, yeah, but uh, I guess the authority on sleep, I guess, is great. Uh, if anyone couldn't sleep, it's often, often uh, I listened to the man and got back to sleep. Uh, seriously, we all swear by it. Go, give it a go. Uh, P.S. Uh, don't forget to get, get set your sleep timer. Uh, I love the Louvre from the U.K. Oh, boy. Louvre, Louvre, Louvre. Uh, they say, I love Scooter. He's effortlessly, effortlessly amazing from the UK. Uh, Daniel G. from the US says, most important podcast you'll ever download. Podcast changed my life. I know sleep is important, but it's always been a struggle. Couldn't stop thinking about work or other things. It kept me up. Uh, I thought maybe I was one of those people who would never get, oh man, this is a tough one, Daniel. I'd never get seven hours of sleep. Uh, then one night at 4 a.m. I had enough Googled and came across sleep with me. Since that first night, I've been sleeping so much better, falling asleep faster, not waking up, and sleeping longer. I've not actually listened to an entire episode. I fall asleep during the intro. No idea how it works, but boy, oh boy, it does. Life-changing. Thank you, and keep up the great work. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, exhausted insomniacs of dream. This is from Cartoon Gal from the U.S. I'm an insomniac. Uh, 
I'm sure I could put news on, and that doesn't help. Uh, it gives my distracted mind something else to think about. Uh, I look at the clock. Uh, when I turn it all off, my mind uh, just keeps moving about work, and I really want to sleep. Uh, here comes in comes sleep with me. I turn it low, listen to him ramble. Distracts me from focusing on my own stuff, boring enough to fall asleep. Uh, gravelly, friendly voices, uh, just happy enough, uh, like a babbling white noise to carry you from your worries and will you sleep. What a gift. What a gift to have uh, such kind words like all of you. Uh, Flash 300 says, one, two, three, sleep with me. Oh my, OMG, this helps so much I didn't even get past 20 minutes. I used to never fall asleep to something like this. But the podcast helps a lot more than other podcasts. Thanks so much. Uh, Aaron uh, uh, from Australia says, uh, amazing. Podcast works like magic. Uh, been listening for a month now. First episode was so confusing, but I still fell asleep in 20 minutes. I tried again the next night. Same thing. It's just the right amount of somehow, somewhat fa- half interesting nonsense to distract your mind. But a dull, soothing tone to bore you sleep, and that's just the intro. I usually listen to audiobooks, but sometimes I get caught up in the story or the narrator exclaims something. This works much better. Yeah, Scooter really does create a safe place with no pressure. Genuinely lovely guy. Great poor buddy. So thankful. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, Colleen K says, uh, boring AF. Uh, thanks. Uh, five stars, by the way. Uh, couldn't tell you how much about it because I don't make it past the first 10 minutes. He's so good at what he does. Calming voice, frequent tangents. And I mean boring as F is AF is a compliment, of course. Uh, JLS, this is immensely successful. I have no idea what this podcast is about. I'm going to listen for about three minutes. Uh, uh, Trist, Trist, uh, Tristice uh, says, uh, Scoot's their buddy. Uh, my boyfriend and I started listening uh, when we went to bed. Feels like Scooter's our friend. Uh, we're part of a... Uh, yeah, uh, seriously, though, Scooter puts us in a relaxed mood where we're both able to sleep. Laughing at his gentle jokes is a great way to end your day. And finally, Flash 300 says, uh, so helpful. I thought this would not help me sleep, but the first night I fell asleep in uh, 15 minutes after the third night. Uh, thank you, Scooter. Uh, thanks to everybody who reviews the show over on uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, supports the show everywhere. Uh, don't forget to sleep with me as a part of Night Vale Presents. You can go to nightvalepresents.com and check out all the other amazing shows over there. Uh, good night.